Bears, a lot of sports, podcasting from Chicago. You're listening to Pass the Mic with Nucci, Quasi, and Digits. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Pass the Mic. It's March 15th, 2017. All right. Well, due to a conflict, unfortunately, like our guest, Coach Ricardo DePaul, couldn't make it. Uh, but we'll continue with our March Madness talk. The tournament gets underway tomorrow. Playing games already happened uh, yesterday or today. Uh, so we'll get into that. Uh, we'll talk some Bears NFL free agency moves. Uh, talk some garbage NBA Bulls talk. Bulls are fighting back right now. They're against, fighting back. Uh, they're, my number one bullet point under the Bulls was garbage team right there. So All right. It still holds true. Fair enough. Uh, we'll do some uh, Hawks talk as well as like give, our, give out our awards. Uh, so anyway. Diving right into March Madness because yeah. that's what everyone's talking about. Yeah. The, the big dance starts tomorrow. Super excited. Everybody's hopeful right now before, uh, you know. Dreams get crushed. Dreams get crushed tomorrow. <laughs> your bracket, your, your championship team gets eliminated on the first day. I think that happened to me uh I think I had Michigan State last year. Yes, Michigan year. State. Michigan uh, heard, State. heard a lot of people did, last year. Did they get eliminated in the first round? Uh, I think it was the first, first round. round. Yeah, it was first, round. first round. Yeah. Punk-ass Denzel Valentine. <laughs> He's playing great right now for the Bulls, though. Yeah, he is. He's hitting a lot of threes. Hitting threes. So, uh, so did you fill out a bracket, Mucci? I filled out multiple brackets, and I feel good about all of them somehow. Okay, when you guys <laughs> do your brackets, do you, multiple brackets, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's different picks for each bracket, or is it the same bracket for? I fill them all multiple brackets out at the same time. I fill three brackets out at once. But they're all the same I'm picks. Just, I'm or just no? kidding. I don't do that. No, they're all the same picks. I give them. I give them all different winners. Okay. Oh yeah, I, all different winners. No, I only do one bracket and I submit it three times. Oh, well, to that's, different pulls. That's just ridiculous. Because I'm confident they're going to win. How I, many times have you won? Plenty of times. Not one I've been a part of. <laughs> Plenty of times. You wait. You just make one bracket. Because it's and fill hard it to follow, times. man. When I start watching the games, I don't want to like have them fumbling around like sheets like no. this and shit. You know? Because you start following the one bracket that has here's, a chance. Was the final? How do you know which hits. one has a chance? Here's here's I my. Gotta, I gotta call you out. I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> I gotta call you out. That is absurd. It's not absurd. It's absurd. Think, no, it's not. Why don't you just make the one bracket? Give me the other money, <laughs> and I'll make other brackets. <laughs> Submitting the same bracket three times. Dude, how many people? Not what are you expecting to win first, second, if or third? If I'm in 20 pools, I'm doing the same bracket 20 pools. Really? See, okay, so. Here. No, no, no. I'm talking about not in the same pool. I'm talking about in different pools. So let's go to it right now, then. I'm talking about Who in different pools. Who is your pools. winner, then? In different now pools. Now that you're entering the same bracket. I have Gonzaga win it all. Oh. That is a loss. You just <laughs> lost three pools. <laughs> You just lost three pools. No, I did not. Gonzaga's going to get eliminated in the second round I by have... Northwestern. Gonzaga and Kentucky in the final no. game. And Here, here's, what I, here's what I do, because I, I uh, don't ever put the same winner. Rarely do I do do the same winner. So what I do is I, I pick the winners, and I look at my final four, and I just care about that. Right. I, don't, I don't care if, like, 12 and 5 or – Nine or eight or whoever wins. I just care about my final four. That's all I ever care about. That's all you ever should care about. If you have four of your final four in there, the chances of you winning are exponentially better than anyone else in the tournament. Well, you're talking to a guy that has won plenty of times, so. (laughs) I don't know exactly how many times. I don't know. That's why I can't tell you how many times I've won because I've won so many times. I've won huge so many times. (laughs) 
If there's any listeners out there who have digits in your pool, I want to know if he's ever won. I say I won my work one last year. Uh, well, well, oh, we, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because we can get access to that. to last year's pool easily checked. Okay, all right. Well, let's, uh, anyway, let's continue on. Well, who's, so, who do you have winning at all? I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, my three winners. One of them, my wife. Three filled, winners. My, my wife filled out one bracket. She picked Kansas. Okay. Uh, so I guess really my two winners. I picked UCLA and I picked North Carolina. Okay. Uh, what about you, Quasi? I picked uh, UCLA, North Carolina, and Villanova and one. Villanova. Damn, well, I thought I was being original with my two, but <laughs> obviously, obviously not. And then you think Gonzaga will be knocked out. And, That's maybe, unique right it, there. It may be, what will be unique is they will be the first one seed to lose to a 16 seed. <laughs> they were not going to lose. Anyway, are they, do you think they're going to lose to Northwestern in the second round? No. If I mean, Northwestern makes it to the second round, that's what it is. I mean, if, if Northwestern makes it to the second round, I think they got a solid shot at beating Gonzaga. That's what a lot of people are saying. I, mean, are saying I, know, really I know next to nothing about college basketball, but that's okay because no one does when it comes <laughs> to March Madness. Yeah. Half the time, the person that picks is just like somebody who picked because they like the color of that team. Or whatever. <laughs> is that, like, is oh, that some inside Joe <laughs> bracket? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> The brackets do better than mine half the time, but uh, we will go here systematically, uh, just um, region by region. We're going to pick out our our top uh, seed for that region and a sleeper in each region. All right. So let's start. Let's start with, with the East. Let's start with the East. Okay. All right. The number one seed is Villanova in there, um, and then number two you got Duke. Um, I kind of like Villanova as the favorite to win that bracket. That that, uh, I, I like region. Villanova too, actually. Uh, quasi? Uh, t- toss up Villanova or Duke. Uh, in some of them, right. obviously, in the one that have Villanova going all the way. I just hate Duke. Winning. It's hard for me to pick Duke. Uh, they're good D- Duke not. is kind of strong this year, though. Yeah, they are strong. So, uh, who's your. Uh, all right, so basically, unanimously, Villanova uh, coming out of the East yeah. on us, but uh, who who's the sleeper for you? Uh, I'll start it off. Like, I don't know if you. You guys remember from the last podcast, but I had SMU as a big-time sleeper. I actually have to agree with that. I was just watching some stuff earlier today, and they were like, that's a team that could come out of there. Legitimately my pick as well. <laughs> wow, the East is easy, but an easy bracket. SMU and uh, Villanova are, are the, two, right. you know, see, the two that we Before picked. we go on, any upsets? You guys see any upsets? Um, five, 13, four, I do see one other guy though that one other team that that could be good. I think Baylor's a pretty good team. Baylor solid team. Yeah. Um, so that could uh, be trouble for SMU because they. I, I I'm assuming that SMU and Baylor will face each other in the second round. Right, they will. So and they're both Texas teams. So yeah, a uh, team that could be a huge upset. Uh, I don't. I don't see. A, huge a lot of people upset. are saying that twelve five UNCW against Virginia. Yeah, you always yeah. like the twelve five or the 13-4 yeah. Eastern Tennessee State. But uh, all right. so all right. So unanimously out of the East, Villanova is the favorite. And SMU is the sleeper. All right. Uh, let's go down to the West. Gonzaga's number one seed there. And uh, Arizona's number two. Uh, I'll, I'll start off. Um, I had. Some of them I had mainly Arizona. One of them, just for the hell of it, I picked Maryland to come out of there. Right. I was just switching it up. 
as my two favorites. Not sure if you guys. I, yeah, I agree. I like Arizona. Obviously, I think uh, Digits here is going to. I'm going with Zaga. Obviously, yeah. I, I picked him in my bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, if you want to pick the big upset, I'm going for South Dakota State to be the first ever 16 seed to be <laughs> the number one against Gonzaga. Um, sleepers in this that I would pick, I'm going to go with my boy. Give a shout out to Pete Wolf and the Bucknell Bison. Wow. Okay. Right. 13 seed to beat West Virginia. Number four, Bucknell is famous for being in the tournament, I think maybe even the same seed or even lower, yep. and beating yeah. Kansas. Kansas, yeah. yeah. Kansas that's, true. that's true. So let's go Bison. You Actually, my sleeper team in this bracket is the team Bucknell is playing West Virginia. Like Ooh. They're ranked lower than they should be. Uh, they have a deep <laughs> squad that gets after people really good. Uh I can actually see them as a potential Final Four team. Oh, West Virginia. Yeah. All right. Well, and then uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, a team that used to be near and dear to uh, Digit's Hearts, uh, Florida Golf Coastal. Florida Golf Coastal. Yeah. Isn't that what your boy sailed? Your ex boy sailed. Oh yeah, Chris yes. yeah. Chris yeah. Fuck Chris Sale. All right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I'm, go- I'm going with them. I got them uh, with the upset in most of my brackets, actually. So. All right. In all honesty, though, I see I'm not a huge fan of this team in any in general, but uh, for some reason, I think Notre Dame could could make it deep. <laughs> okay. In Fair there enough. as well. That they they got to get past Princeton, which actually I think that might be a tougher game uh, than they anticipated being. But I mean, I don't know. I before let's, let's... before we move on from that bracket, Northwestern's in that. Region, I mean, uh, North how far Western. do you have them going? Uh, Northwestern, <laughs> I, well, I got them beating Vanderbilt just because <laughs> I hope that they do. But guaranteed, I don't even know if they'll do that. But I guarantee you this, if they beat Vanderbilt, they're going to smoke Gonzaga. What about South Dakota State? I thought you have them winning. But, well, then that would be a tougher, you know, South Dakota <laughs> State versus Northwestern. <laughs> Nah. But dude, <laughs> Northwestern, it, it, it's tough. It, it, it's tough. I'm so happy to see them in the tournament. They're my uh, my favorite team that I'm rooting for, but I don't see them going too far. Okay. Yeah, I got them going. Yeah, two rounds at most. Okay. I think maybe yeah, they could pull the Gonzaga, but I don't I don't know how far they'll go. Right. Just because that's a real tough one. Qu- right. Quick tidbit about Northwestern. Uh, the way that it works for them, because I guess they're on quarters, not semesters, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that it, it's actually their finals week right now, <laughs> and two, at least two to three of their players have fifteen-page papers due by tomorrow morning. Oh shit! <laughs> so, and those are Northwestern papers. Those yeah. are not Cincinnati papers. Okay, let's be honest. You can't, write, you can't write these in crayon. Okay. <laughs> I mean, these are Northwestern term papers that are due for your finals. I mean, 15-page papers. I can't even read 15 pages by tomorrow. <laughs> these kids got to write them. That's, that's impressive. That is impressive. Uh, when we move on to the South region, North Carolina's number one, Kentucky's number two. Who do you guys have coming out of there? Oh, I got North Carolina. Okay. I just, I feel like, I got to be honest, I don't watch a lot of college. Yeah. But I just feel like their their games against Duke have been have been really exciting to watch, and 
I don't really see another team. Kentucky, for some reason, doesn't feel the dominant team that they have in years past. I think Kentucky's going to be the team that uh, that goes out quick, the big team to go out the fastest. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, you think the Dayton I, I Flyers? I them in the final game. I think, so. the Dayton, I think Dayton Flyers are, that's my sleeper out of the bracket. Shout out to other loyal listener, Shanley. Uh, <laughs> the Dayton Flyers, I think they, they can make a little run. But I'm actually going to go... My, I like both North Carolina and UCLA out of this bracket. I I, I think UCLA is good. I mean, yeah. Lonzo Ball, is he legit or what? Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll get into that a little bit right after the bracket is done. Uh, but I like Kentucky coming out of this. Uh, but a sleeper team, I do like UCLA. I'm, I'm with you on that. Is UCLA a sleeper? I mean, they're a four. Uh, I guess they're a three seed. Uh, maybe not really. I guess if I had to pick a sleeper, maybe Butler. Yeah, Minnesota is supposed to be strong too. Butler, Richard I like Pitt. that. Butler yeah. as got, a sleeper. I got Kansas State as the. Uh, oh, Bruce Weber, huh? Going a little bit further than than probably uh-huh. what would be expected. Yes, yes, that's a little. Dan Dockage, by the way, I uh, listen to him whenever he's on Waddle and Sylvie because he's a great uh, interviewer. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah. He said, or he's a great interview, I should say. Uh, you know, they were talking about the 12, always pick the 12 seed to beat a 5 seed. That's a real popular one. He's like, let me tell oh, you one 12. State, yeah. He said, Middle Tennessee State is so, a farce. He said, do not go <laughs> really? through them. He said, no, they're garbage. <laughs> so in one bracket, I picked them just for the hell of it. Interesting. I, just, I was just that's, like, that's like everyone's pick right now. Middle Tennessee State is like the sexy Dan pick. Dan said that is the sexy pick and oh, he's going against I, it. I think it's probably garbage. I don't think Minnesota is that bad, but... I was just like, why not? I was like, well, I mean, you got you got to pick some 12, 13 seeds, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, our final region, Midwest. Uh, Kansas is number one. Louisville is number two. Uh, who do you guys have going there? This was this was difficult for me. I don't really like Louisville or Kansas. I actually, in some of them, mm-hmm. I had Purdue coming out of there. That's actually a solid choice um, right there. Just to switch think- it up. I think but, Purdue, Purdue's a solid sleeper. Uh, they are playing the Vermont Catamounts, another loyal listeners team. Uh, <laughs> Colin, just Colin like Jensen went to Vermont University of Vermont <laughs> Catamounts. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to be, I, you know, sorry, Jensen, I cannot vote for Vermont Catamounts. <laughs> they uh, would have a tough team, tough time beating my intramural team that I play with. <laughs> so who do you have coming out of this region? Uh, sh- I don't like this region that much. I guess I would go Kansas. Although Louisville, Louisville was like not allowed in it last year, right? Uh, yes, they had some uh, violations. They had those violations with the strippers or something, Ooh, right? right? So, yep. So uh, maybe, maybe maybe Louisville because they got a little something to prove because yeah, they weren't allowed in. Isn't that what happened with UConn a couple of years ago? Remember yeah, UConn? Years ago, yeah. You know, like wasn't allowed in, and then they came in. And they beat you know, like Kentucky in that final. Yeah, and if you've been burned by a stripper before, they got to come <laughs> back with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> so Louisville is coming back with a vengeance then this year. Uh, I mean, I have. I mentioned in the last podcast. I think Kansas is probably one of the teams that will go out really soon. Uh, don't sleep on Michigan State. I would say, and Purdue is not a bad choice either. I'm going with Purdue as a sleeper out of there. Michigan State has been not good. They haven't been, but they always play a tough schedule, and they're tournament ready when That's it's true. when it's time. I do like Purdue. Time com- I do like Purdue coming out of there. All right, a um, sure. few things before we get to a commercial break. The 
Illinois State obviously didn't make it to the tournament. You think they got screwed over by the committee? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I was. I was a little surprised. I was yeah. surprised they didn't get a play-in game. No. I agree with that too. Yeah. No respect. No respect at all for the Illinois teams or like mid-major teams in general. Uh, I know I told you we'd get back to this later, but Lonzo Ball, is he for real or whatever you're asking? Uh, supposedly his dad said, you know, he's better than Steph Curry. And his dad is seeking out a billion dollars in a shoe contract for all three of his sons. He's like, you don't have to pay me all at one time. Just pay me $100 million for 10 years. Is this guy just an ass clown or what? Oh, he also <laughs> said back in the day he could have taken Michael Jordan one-on-one. Who could have? This is LeVar Ball, like Lonzo's Ball's dad. Wait, did did the dad say he personally could have he taken him? He personally could have taken yes. him. Was, he, played, was he ever in the NBA? No, he played college basketball. He played at Washington State. He averaged 2.2 points a game. So so this guy just talks out his ass. He yes, just talks out yes. his ass, yeah. He's, he's he got, said Jordan is not quick enough to get around him. Listen, he's, so big. He's, he's got the mic, right, because this kid is tearing it up in, in college. And makes, he's, makes, he's using the mic to, makes to get... Me, makes me dislike his kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. It makes me dislike his kid, too. I would never buy a pair of Alonzo Balls. <laughs> <laughs> With that, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> Too many bears. Bears. A lot of. 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 A lot there's been a lot of Bears and NFL moves in general, so huge let's, free, free huge. agent signing by the Bears. Yeah, Mike, Mike Glennon. <laughs> let, let's get into that right mount, away. Mount moving mountains. Yeah. What Over here. Here. <laughs> Mike right oh. He's choked up so much. <laughs> so, so happy. You know, for the uh, for the <laughs> listeners, he he uh, he was a loyal Cutler fan and. <laughs> We're about to talk about Cutler being released, and Nucci's, Nucci's getting a little teary-eyed. <laughs> so, Nucci, T- you're tears the of joy. Expert. Tears like, of joy. What do you think about Mike Glenn? Uh, I mean, to, hey, that was that was sarcastic for people who didn't know. <laughs> me I thought you were for real, back man. there. Yeah. Uh, I am super happy to be moving on from Jay Cutler. We needed to finally get it done. Cut him off. He's gone. I don't have to see that fucking sour puss anymore. <laughs> He's mo- we're just moved on. So. Welcome, Mike Glennon. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I, you know, I think we overpaid him a little bit. Not that big of a deal, but I mean, we have all this money to spend, so we might as well spend it. And it's a uh, great contract, I think. Though uh, it's not a bad contract. It's basically year by year the way they form. Yeah, I mean, it. he's getting paid one year, sixteen million, and everything else is optional um, outside of that. I, I think you know he. I don't. Is he great? No. You know, uh, obviously he got people like, oh, well, he got benched. Well, yeah, but he got benched because they, Tampa Bay had the number one draft pick in the country and they picked Jameis Winston. So, of course, if you get the number one guy and the number one guy in the country is a quarterback that year, you're going to start him. So, That's right. true. That's <clears throat> true. With that being said, he never was really that good, though. Um, I hope that he's good. I'm, I'm glad to move on and see what he can do. But as one guy... One uh, scout actually described him as a statue in the pocket. <laughs> uh, a statue in the pocket on the Chicago Bears. 
not a good thing. Uh, You're gonna have to be kind of a mobile quarterback like on Peyton the Bears. Manning was never mobile. Oh, I guess like he had a good. Well, line, he'd have right? to be mobile if he was on the fucking Bears because <laughs> yeah. our offensive line just lets true. people in. Uh, you got to be able to move. That's why I would have liked to have been able to draft even someone like a Deshaun Watson, who's a little bit more mobile. It might be. You can still draft him. It's not like we not we didn't give yeah. up anything. You know, by trading for someone. The mobility part doesn't bother me. I just I feel like. You know, good Bears teams are good because of the defense. Like, we always have semi-good quarterbacks, great running backs, and a really good defense. So, I think as long as he's average, I don't mind that. Like, I think we tried to have a good quarterback, and it did not go well. Well, here's the other part of the scouting report on him, which is hilarious because it's literally the exact opposite (laughs) of Cutler. They said that he does not have a very strong arm. He's got a, a workable arm, but not strong. But he's a great decision maker. So okay. pretty much the exact opposite of color. He's <laughs> yeah. got a cannon arm and yeah. is a horrible decision maker. So maybe, right. you know, maybe I'm, I'm just glad, like you said, color era was started out with such hope and ended with just, it ended like a whimper. It was so sad. But uh, I think, you know what, like you said, it's a new era. I he think, yeah. hopefully will now, bring. Now we can move on. Yeah, move better on. attitude. And it's a it's a it's one year rental basically. And if he does good, we can re-sign him. If he doesn't, then we can cut our losses and move on somewhere else. Hopefully with our draft pick or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, but did... speaking of uh, defense, though, is that what you're going on to Nucci? Sorry, I know we signed up quite a few defensive backs. Like, what what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I really liked us getting uh, Demps, Quinn mm-hmm. Demps. He's a veteran uh, defensive back. Uh, who's really, yeah, I think that's a great signing. Okay. Um, we also got Prince uh, Mukamara. That's how you say his name, I yep. think. No, that's perfect. Prince, Prince Mukamara. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, those guys I, I'm pretty pumped about. Uh, so, like, happy with those uh, defensive signings. We got, like, a couple other guys, so I'm not. Yeah, told, Cooper or Banks. You don't Co- know what Cooper and Banks. I don't know too much about those guys. Uh, underwhelming on the offensive uh, Dion Sims, the tight end from yeah. Miami, like potential. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, really, Dion yeah. Sims? He wasn't even the good tight end there. That's true. Um, That's and true. then uh, you know, and then what Mar- about Marcus Wheaton? Marcus Wheaton and Kendall Wright. Yeah, these guys. I describe them. They're waiver wire pickups. <laughs> if, if you're playing fantasy football, yeah. if you're playing fantasy football, the only time you pick up Marcus Wheaton is when you're like. Oh shit! It's a bye week. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, is Marcus Wheaton out there? Here's the thing, though. In his defense, though, if you pick him up, you must assume he's going to do decent that wire that week. You need somebody off the wire, so he's he's not awesome. But let's also not, let's also be clear. Awesome. Somebody off the wire means that also you don't have bench players. That's so, true. I mean, That's true. it's like the wires. But the you're last. expecting him to get. Decent points, right? You're you're expecting something out. Listen, you're not expecting him to get <laughs> zero. <laughs> these guys are supposed. To, these guys are our wide receivers every Sunday. Oh, these are guys they, are. I waiting. mean, are they counting on uh, Kevin White to be our number one guy, or Kevin White, or even the guy from uh, Illinois State, uh, Cameron Meredith? Cameron Meredith. Yeah. yeah. Cameron Meredith is a great number two, number three receiver. He's totally serviceable as that. He is not a number one. Okay. Um, so. I'm, I'm more happy with Kendall Wright. Kendall Wright at one time was actually pretty damn good. He was, yes. So do you uh, think maybe Tennessee. with these three guys, you got you got Wright, you got I mean, I think Aaron, they're, you they're got they're White. a lot on Kevin White, I think, who hasn't yeah. proven anything. That's a problem. Yeah. Like Mike Glennon has proved more than 
Kevin White has. You're talking about Kevin White. Kevin yeah. White. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kevin White, I mean, we all want him to be good, but... I mean, even when he was healthy last year, he yeah. didn't look great. Granted, he had... But he didn't play most of the preseason either, though. So he was out of sync with the quarterbacks. I don't know. I've never... I've just... I want. We all wanted the guy to be good because we drafted him very yeah. high right, right. Know, two yeah. years ago. But it's just... It doesn't... So I, 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 we believe, decided on Amari believe, Cooper. Believe That's me, the guy I, I hope yeah. uh, Amari Cooper would be awesome. Except, <laughs> except the Bears would have ruined him. But, like... Right. Uh, I mean, believe, Or Michael Thomas from the Saints last yeah, year. B- yeah, believe me, I hope that Kevin White comes out and is the stud that... We thought he was two years ago. I really hope that happens for him and for us. I have no confidence. Um, but, I mean, right now, literally Kendall White is our number one, right? Yep. It's got to be Kendall Wright. You know we what? We are the Chicago Bears, and you're going to see ads for Mike Glennon and Kendall Wright. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's hope. It's hope. Yeah. No, actually, the ads will be Jordan Howard. All right. Yes. So, yeah. uh, uh, same topic, kind of like related to that. Another big guy we lost was... Alshon Jeffrey, wide receiver, to the Eagles for a one-year contract. Like, you wouldn't think we could have signed him for a one-year contract? I don't know. Are you you ready to, like, move on from him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't think he's great. I I mean, he didn't get paid what he wanted. I mean, I think the Bears were willing to pay that much amount of money, too. So I I think because no one thinks – I honestly think people are, like, not that hyped on him. I think he thought he'd go out there and he would be like – yeah, you're a number one receiver, and then everyone's like, eh, yeah, not really, not really. So, yeah. like the only times he was throwing up big numbers when he was opposite of Brandon Marshall, who is a real receiver. So, I, if you put him opposite, Elshon Jeffrey is is not he's not a, a number two receiver. He's more of like a one a, one B, right? You know, but he's not he's he's not a lead receiver. I, he, I think I, I got to give it to the Bears. I think it might have been money wasted. Like I think he would have come yeah, out. Yeah. He would have been like, eh. And, you know, you're like, well, if we're going to spend the money, spend some of the money on someone, like... That's true. In, in, upgrade the offensive line, upgrade our defense, like, spend the money speaking on things of, that we speaking need. Speaking of money and money wasted, we have a shit ton of money. <laughs> and, you know, at first I was, like, a, a little concerned because I'm like, oh, I thought we gave too much money to Mike Glennon. But then we didn't spend any money. <laughs> we didn't spend any money. We didn't get any of the big names in free agency. So, basically, Honestly, the, bear, the Bears... Why are you worried about money? Why are we worried about money? No, no. The no reason, we're worried not, about us not spending I'm worried about us <laughs> not spending, spending it. Yeah. I want them to spend it. I don't give a fuck if they spend their money. No, I know. But, spend like, people are bitching about, like, paying all this money for no, Mike no, Glennon. No, I'm no, like, get, it's because you want the cap space to pick up someone good. Yeah. So, the, the deal is, is that... We didn't spend any money in free agency. We lost out on a bunch of big names, especially yeah, yeah. a bunch of big defensive names, uh, guys that we could have got. The guy from, from the, Buffalo Bills. From Buffalo Bills, yeah. Gilmore. What about the dude from the Cardinals, right? There was another guy from the Cardinals out there that was a stud. Yeah. Um, what about Julius Campbell. No, fuck Julius Peppers, dude. I'm with Nucci on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, so basically Come on, now, Ron Rivera clearly thought he was worth signing. Yeah. Ron Rivera's okay, a no, legit coach. No, he's washed up, man. Shut up. Right. <laughs> Uh, right now, our entire, basically our entire squad depends on having a very strong draft. I, granted, we have a third draft pick, but we did not make real, other than Mike Lennon, we didn't make any other huge moves I in agree. the free agency. Yeah. And so it's, we have all a bunch of money for what now? Like I said, I don't care about them saving money. I want them to spend that shit. Yep. Spend it on players that I can watch. Because right now... I'm not buying a Mike Glennon or a Kendall Wright jersey. <laughs> I might buy a Jordan Howard. Nice, nice. All what right. about a t-shirt jersey? T-shirt jersey. <laughs> Most likely Howard. All right. Well, <laughs> one, one last free agency talk I want to bring up is like Brock Osweiler. 
got a trade from the Texans to the Browns. Obviously, I think it was a win-win by both teams. I don't know where the win is. Is <laughs> no, there is. Cleveland, like, uh, they had to spend that money because, like, you know, for cash. That's true. Whatever. That's true. And they ended up getting, like, a second-round pick out of it from Houston. So, they yeah. just, they, let's, be clear. They, let's be clear. Pick. They literally did this for the picks, not they for did, Brock yeah. Osweiler. And they're probably going to drop Brock Osweiler. Was, mm. They already did. They already dropped Brock Oh, they already dropped him? They dropped him right away. As soon as they got him, they dropped him. Wait, you guys didn't see that? Yeah. Oh, no. As soon as they got him, they dropped him right away. Damn. So they literally they said, hey, we just want the second round pick. We don't care about anything else. Damn, Brock, you suck. Yeah. Broccoli. So I think that's like a ballsy move by the Browns. Actually, they probably get my onions worse for that kind of move. Smart Damn. Move. Damn. Yeah, that is, that yeah, is a pretty impressive good. move. Because yeah. I was like, wow, the Browns are the dumbest team of all time. No. But actually, that's dumb, what everyone thought. The, the dumbest like, team of all Apparently not. Apparently the dumbest team of all time was uh, Houston. Houston, Houston for even signing him. <laughs> that was absurd. That was absurd the second it happened. Yeah. That was a, Who, that was who's a, dumber? Who's dumber? The Bears for giving Cutler all that money or Houston for giving Brock Osweiler that contract? Uh, probably probably Houston because that was a one-year. Houston, I think, yeah. He spent one Houston. year there, right? And that was I would say Houston because uh, Brock Osweiler was probably the only <laughs> – Starting quarterback in the NFL that I can definitively say is worse than color. <laughs> well, technically, he's no longer starting, so. Yeah. Yeah, there is color. So, where does Cutler end up before we go to commercial break? 49ers. Mm. I think he ends up in California. That's where his wife is. He's retiring? Oh, you think? I was thinking more if he goes to California, he ends up more at like the In N Out Burger. He's <laughs> <laughs> retiring? He's got the In N Out Burger body type, but. I think, honestly. I think he probably his smartest bet would be to go to Houston. That is true. That's a good point. All right. Houston's got a good defense. They made the playoffs last year. They actually gave uh, New England kind of a go a little bit uh, with obviously horrible Brock Osweiler. I know that yeah. you know the Houston doesn't want another shitty quarterback, but I mean, who do they have now? That's right. true. That's true. Fair enough. Cool. Let's uh, take a commercial break. As a loyal listener, where can I find PTM? On iTunes and SoundCloud. And now Google Play. Back to the show. All right, uh, let's bring it back with some uh, Bulls and Hawks talk. We'll wrap it up, do our awards, and get on with the rest of the day. I'm going to uh, make this uh, pretty easy. All right. Bulls, Hawks talk. Bulls, Bulls are bad. Yeah. <laughs> Hawks, good. All right, let's go home. All right, all right. All right. Wrap it up. <laughs> Uh, well, Bulls just lost 98-91 to Memphis. I got one question. My, my first bullet point on the Bulls talk. What is okay. it, Fozzie? Just read it for me, please. Garbage team. Thank you. Uh, I got one question, and that's all I got to really say about the Bulls. Do they make the playoffs? No. I hope they don't make the playoffs. Why? Why? I'm just tired of them, man. I'm fucking tired of them. <laughs> yeah, but they're, but they're not going to lose enough to get a good draft pick, so we might as well make the playoffs. Well... As a season ticket holder, <laughs> I selfishly don't want them in the playoffs because, like, I have to worry about selling those fucking games in the playoffs. I literally just like apply it to next season. Hashtag bull season ticket holder <laughs> problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Struck. You don't think in the Bulls playoff games though, people go to playoff. People games. are not going to the first round fucking game when you know that your team is not going to the NBA finals. First of all, even if, Eastern Conference. First of all, finals. I'm going to tell you this much right now: if the yeah. Bulls play Toronto. They're not playing Toronto. They're playing Cleveland, and they're not. There's no way we're playing. We're breeding Cleveland or Boston for that matter. 
Oh, we get. He might Boston. be like a, We get Boston to go. We'll, we'll give definitely it a series, but people are not going to go. Though I'm telling you, of course, gonna... people go to the. Come playoffs. on, there's a lot of Boston. There's a lot of Boston You're fans. So over there. negative, man. <laughs> I'm negative. Everyone goes. Like, I'm, I'm tired of this we shit, got, man. We got D Wade for the playoffs, man. This is when he played. We good. win one game, and all of a sudden, people are back on the boat. But then, like today, people are jumping off the boat. I'm tired of this fucking team. No, all right? they, they suck. No, there's no, there's no doubt about it. They suck. They're hard to watch. But what I'm, I saying, don't want the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I want in the playoffs. We're not going to get a good draft pick because we're just mediocre at best, and mediocre does not is not good enough to get you anywhere in the playoffs. But it's not bad enough to get you good draft picks. So we might as well have some playoff fun. All right. So speaking of playoffs, of like what is Fred Hoiberg doing? He's trying to make the playoffs and he's trying to develop players at the same time. Like. You can't be doing that at the same time. It's like, crunch, it's crunch time. He needs and then, to be like, focused on the And then, if you're trying to play. make the playoffs, you shouldn't be trading away players like Gibson. That's just garbage right there. I think the Gibson trade was because they it, thought... It just shows me the organization doesn't care about the playoffs. Well, the that's playoffs. a bigger thing than Hoiberg, though. So, fuck that's... them, man. I don't want to know <laughs> playoffs, dude. No you're, no, you're right. It's basically like... Well, when when asked, reporters ask them because because really they want to make the playoffs. No, then you re- don't re- trade Gibson away. Re- really, this all comes because down- campaign. Fuck campaign, man. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> fuck a lot- Joffrey Ballet Laverne, man. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm ranting here, but I'm just tired of the fucking bullshit. Go ahead, man. They suck, <laughs> dude. But uh, honestly, it, it, it's it's so clear where the blame lies here. Yes. Oh yes. yeah. I hope they're gone. Garpax. It's not even Fred Hoiberg's fault. Like, the guy's poor guy's stuck in, like, no man's land or whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah, I mean, he was... Like, while management is pushing all these campaigns down his ass, and he has no choice but to play him. Well, that, yeah, that's true, but I, I will say this. Hoiberg sucks because Hoiberg was given the same exact team that Tom Thibodeau took to the playoffs year after year after year. That is true. And they didn't make the playoffs. Fred Hoiberg has not made the playoffs one fucking year since he's been here, and he's had more than enough talent to make the fucking playoffs. So but he's probably he being forced to play and players so when he doesn't want to play them. Whereas like Tom Thibodeau would just refuse to play them. Well, whatever. It's his fault then. But obviously, the majority of the blame lies on management. Management. It's all management. They've made all the wrong moves, and they literally have been asked repeatedly in – in uh, uh, interviews, exactly the question that you want. Like, are you guys really trying to make a push deep into the playoffs, or are you trying to rebuild your team? And Gar Foreman's response is, well, I think we can do both. Well, you no, you can't. You can't do both. You can't. You can't do both, and they're proving to us time and time again that you can't do both. I mean, it's at this. It's at the point now. If they're trying to do both. They're not making the playoffs. That's all I know. Um, I just hope that we make the playoffs just to watch some type of meaningful, meaningful basketball. Uh, but they're they're just pretty sorry, and it's a, it's a hard team to watch. Sorry, I know you had like some other stuff that you need them to make the playoffs. Oh, for, I, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I get I get I, money. I get I get I know. I, 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 would, I want to make the playoffs for you, but like I would like personally, them to see the, I I don't want them to make it. I think it's a little bit more exciting if they make the playoffs. Sure. I just I don't want them to be uh like. A, a finishing ninth, it's like I don't care then. Right. Like at least make the that's like it. if you get yeah, if you get knocked out in the first round, fine, that sucks. But at least you made the playoffs. D Wade like, did make a good point. He's like his best playoff experience was his rookie year. He's like, you know, I got so much out of just making the playoffs. Like he made a game winning shot one game. Maybe that's what Denzel Valentine would get out of it, you know? Like he's like playoffs. I know what it's like a whole another level of intensity. Maybe that's the, the only reason. Like the, the only highlight that we're getting out of Bulls basketball right now is seeing what young guys are good and what young guys suck. 
Uh, Denzel Valentine. Denzel Valentine's he's good. Pretty I like, good. I like him. He's got a three. Turns out Denzel Valentine's probably our best outside <laughs> shooter. Yeah. He's better than Dougie McBust. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, what Dougie McBuckets is. He's a McBust. Also, he sucks. why are we ping playing campaign over Jerry and Grant? And Jerry and Grant is playing really good of late. Fuck campaign. Jer- yeah, fuck campaign, man. Like, Go dance in the, <laughs> at the halftime show. You scrub. Have you seen a shot? He's got the worst, worst basketball yeah, shot. Yeah. You're garbage. Uh, <laughs> I'm just fucking pissed, all right? Okay. But anyway, let's, let's move on to some... Yes, yeah, so let's talk some, a little... Some good let's talk, about, let's uh, talk about the good team in Chicago team. right now. Yeah, why not? Let's Hawks? Before we go to the good team, I want to throw one other person on the bus. Get rid of Nico Meritage. You're <laughs> garbage. It's not his fault, though. Like, it's not his fault. He sucks. Oh, it's his fault. He sucks. And by the way, by the way... When people were talking about people, when Butler and Wade were talking about people being lazy and not playing and not participating in the practices and shit and being lazy and not caring, they're talking about Nikola Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's moving on to the Hawks. Yeah, let's on to the Hawks. Like big win last time versus Montreal. Let me tell you, huge win in Montreal. Coach Q can do no wrong. I, you know, there was one point in the season we uh, we had a lot of games at hand. Minnesota looked like they were ahead. I didn't think we. I, I figured we'd finish second. We're third. in first place, man. I know we are we're the best team in place. the West, yeah. and I think, uh, you know, you can't doubt you can't doubt his coaching ability. He just makes them win constantly, and uh, it's exciting to see. I think they're looking at a deep playoff run at this at this point. You know, I think. There's maybe one team I I wouldn't want to play Calgary. They've won ten in a row. They're they're pretty hot, but I don't I don't think there's a team right now a seven game series the Hawks could not find out a, find a way to win. And uh, that is very impressive. Like from where they started out in the year yeah. right till now, yeah. And uh, as a season ticket holder, I am excited about the playoffs. <laughs> Damn, Blackhawks season ticket holder. What yes. makes difference? Blackhawks versus Bulls season ticket holder. Day and night, right there. Shit. <laughs> well, that was, uh, that was, that was, uh, any other stuff like about the Blackhawks? Like, just a quick t- point I want to bring up, like. What what is this Crawford like hit to the head last night? And he, he wasn't he taken took, out of the game, like. Like, people were talking about the concussion protocol not working or something. I mean, he took a shot that I actually didn't see it. Um, I wasn't watching the game at that yeah. point. Um, I would not want to take a shot from Shea Weber for any listeners who like are weren't big hockey, forever, uh, yeah. hockey fans. This guy wins the hardest shot in the All-Star game year after year. It's like 105 miles per hour. Didn't we have a would you rather with one of these? <laughs> <laughs> we we like need would you rather? We need those back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to bring him back for episode twenty nine. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Yeah, it, it was probably taking hundred miles per hour. I don't care how good your equipment is, taking that to the face, you probably need. Yeah, you probably right. need to sit. All right. He's, he would you rather take the. <laughs> A puck to the face at 129. With the helmet on? Or no? yeah, like, the- <laughs> would you rather take the Corey Crawford injury that took him out of the game with the helmet on, or they didn't take him out of the game? They should have taken him out of the game, but right, they didn't well, take him out of the game. Get hit like Corey Crawford did with a puck at 129 miles an hour, or do Dancing with the Stars for free? Ooh. 
I'm taking I, a puck to the face. Oh, I'm taking a puck to the face. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing Dancing with the Stars for oh. free. Oh, dude. Just... I need a minimum of $150,000 to do a Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> 150000 I like my face. I would just do Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> because serious? Quasi knows how to dance. Quasi always takes the opposite of everything we pick. So like... you will do Dancing with the Stars for free? That's free publicity. Come on. I come out of that, the winner. People, people are like, Oh, we got to get this guy to be a. I guess that's to be a an extra. I guess that's extra, a different extra right? Quasi actually going to win. Quasi thinks he's going to come out the winner. <laughs> to where I'm just much willing more. I have no rhythm at all. Face. Yeah, <laughs> just give me the puck to the face. <laughs> all right. Okay. How about we move on to some awards? All right. Yeah, let's wrap it up with onions and raisins. Onions and raisins award. My onions award is like a, a double, even a blooming onion to wow. uh, to the Northwestern basketball team. Uh, yeah. For making, for two reasons, for making the tournament for the first time ever in the history of the school, congrats to the Wildcats. Go Cats. Uh, And then on top of it, having the Northwestern finals be today. (laughs) And these guys having to write 15-page papers before they go play their first NCAA tournament. And like I said. That's a well-deserved blooming onion right there. 15-page Northwestern papers. That is tough. Yep. So, congrats to the Wildcats and good luck on your grades and in the tournament. Uh, my Raisins Award goes to, I mean, I can just give this a Raisins Award to this guy every every week. <laughs> uh, Colin Kaepernick uh, has said now that he will stand for the National Anthem. Now that his bitch ass ain't got a job and he didn't vote after he did his whole, you know, uh Kneeling, kneeling yeah. and everything else. This guy's just the worst. And every time you think he couldn't get worse, he tries to get back in the media and everything. He's going to stand. No one cares if you stand or kneel. No one wants you anymore. Right. You get raisins. Uh, my audience award, as I mentioned earlier in the show, goes to the Cleveland Browns for their creative way like, to put together a trade to... For their creative way to destroy Brock Osweiler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got Brock Osweiler because they had to use that money somehow. So they used it for him. But then they ended up getting a second-round pick and cutting Brock right away. So congrats to your creative ways, Cleveland Browns. My uh, Shrivel Raisins Awards goes to LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball's dad, for even, like, suggesting that he can take Michael Jordan one-on-one. Yeah, hey, it's blasphemy. He can be 20 years old way back in the day. He can't even take on a 50-year-old Jordan now. I don't right. think there's yeah. A 20-year-old LeBron 20-year-old LeBron Ball. Ball can't take on a 50-year-old Michael Jordan. Nope. Like Michael Jordan would just score Guar- you to death. Guaranteed. Man. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what this guy is thinking and talking trash out of his ass. So. I got to agree. I yeah. got to agree. Uh, my onions go to uh, Corey Crawford, man. Yeah. 105, getting shot in the face. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, they're playing in Montreal. He's from... Uh, it's like playing in front of his hometown team. Um, so, it gives you know, him, that's it, why. It gives you more faith strength. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He, he, he probably had a lot of friends and family in there. He didn't want to come out. He didn't want to lose that game. I mean, taking a shot like that, that, you know, I took that shot. I'd still be in the hospital sleeping. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to give my raisins to uh, – Kinda, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the main raisin to Ryan Dempster, cause let me tell you something, fuck that guy, man. Let me tell you something. Years ago, when he was pitching for the Cubs, 
and Team Canada asked him to pitch in the World Baseball Classic. He'd gotten a contract from the Cubs, and he's like, no, I can't pitch for the World Baseball Classic. Now that that fucker is a has-been, who's been out of baseball for, like, three years, he's like, you know what? I want to come and try and win a gold for my country. No, fuck you, man. Let me tell you something. I admit, Canna's roster, it wasn't it wasn't legit. Like, it, it's not very good. We're not going to go far. I'd rather see, like, some young guy get a chance to get, like, experience going against real major league hitters, and maybe he gets rocked. It's fine. But at least he's getting experience. He gets better. You know what Dumpster did? Dumpster against USA, that fool didn't even pitch an inning. He pitched .1 of an inning. And had an ERA of 27. Why are you wasting my time? Damn. Why are you wasting my And I'm going to give half a raisin to Eric Gagne, because that fool's been out of the major league. <laughs> and that fucker signed up for Team Canada as well. Half raisin. Fuck you both. Oh, man. I just love that we finally found legitimate <laughs> Canadians that Quasi doesn't like. I yeah. didn't think it was possible. <laughs> so now that you found Dempster, or Dumpster as you call him, who is kind of an annoying guy, and I am a Cubs fan. Uh, is he is your most hated Canadian? I'm going to say, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, are you then saying that Justin Bieber is off the hate list because you only have room for one hated Canadian? Yes. Yes. I just wow. you like Justin oh, Bieber. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. He's he's come off. <laughs> he's come off. The there's only room for one hated Canadian. Yes. Yes. Thanks again for listening to episode 28 of Pass the Mic. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PTM Chicago as well as Facebook, PTM Chicago. Uh, if you like our show, leave us feedback on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, or Twitter. Funniest feedback gets read on the air. And as always, whenever you uh, write at us, hashtag fuck Joe Buck.